0: You may be seated. I, I've, I've learned since I've been here that what I'm used to saying MC, and that means Mississippi, Mississippi College. I've learned here MC can mean Madison Central. So when I speak of my dear alma mater, I have to learn to sound out all the syllables and say Mississippi College. So when I was at Mississippi College, my the best class of my time at Mississippi College was a class that I took my senior year. It was the coolest class ever. It was was, was an elective, it was one of those classes that everybody wanted to take because when I describe it to you, you'll understand why we wanted to take it. It was a class called Adventure-Based Counseling. Doesn't that just sound awesome? Adventure-based counseling. What it was, it was a great class for two reasons. One, it was an easy A. And who doesn't like an easy A? That's always good. Secondly, what it was is you basically in this class you did ropes courses. Like, you would do things like truss falls and low ropes and high ropes, and you did these things. You would do them, and then you would all gather after you all did them, and you would talk about what you experienced and what you learned and what happened. It was a really cool class to kind of use how to learn, learn how to use things like that and counseling and Therapy and ministry. It was just, 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 was, just was the best class ever. So every month it was, a, it was a night class and we all know night classes are of the devil. So we still, we still liked it. We'd drive out to the professor's house every, every Monday night and we'd, we'd, we'd do the course. And there was always, there was one one ropes activity that always stuck with me though. It's called the light pole. And what it was is in his backyard. He, he had the coolest backyard ever. He, in his backyard, he had an old light pole, the old telephone pole, and it had little handlebars on it. And they harnessed you in. You had to climb up the pole and get on top of it and get both your feet perfectly still on top of it. And then you had to jump to the trapeze bar. That, that, to me, looked like that trapeze bar was on the other side of the world. But it was only about a foot away. So I remember I remember climbing up that trapeze bar and getting there and getting on top, because this is going to shock y'all, I'm not very agile. I know not look agile. I'm not. I know that shocks you, but yes. So I'd get up to the top of it, and I'd get both my size 13s, on that little bitty thing like the pin of the head of a needle and I'm sitting there and I'm just a swaying I think I gotta jump and you knew you were okay because like intellectually you knew you were harnessed in you knew you were fine you'd seen all your classmates jump off I mean you knew intellectually it was gonna be fine but yet you're sitting there just kind of swaying on it like I better do it so I jump man I almost jumped over it I mean, I was so nervous, I had such adrenaline going I think it hit me in the chest I mean, like, I jumped and I grabbed and I hung on I swing and I yelled, it was great I had to drop and fall Of course, you had to get down eventually But gosh, y'all What an exhilarating, terrifying experience To be there in this moment And knowing, you got up there The only way you're getting down is to jump You gotta jump and that, like I said, that was such a, such a, a scary thing to, to, know, to know intellectually, to know intellectually that you're going to be fine, to know intellectually that it's going to be good. But to feel your heart about to burst through your chest because you're fixing to jump off a stupid light pole. It's terrifying. Man, y'all. Jump into what's next is always scary. It's always scary. When I was at Mississippi College, um, I rebelled against my parents by skipping church for a while because I realized, you know, I, I tell folks when I was a kid I had a drug problem. My parents drug me to church every Sunday. <laughs> My dad had a very simple wake-up method on Sunday mornings. He came into my, my, my room. He grabbed my big toe and started shaking and didn't let go till I was out of bed. So when I first went to college, I realized, hey, I can sleep in and, you know, watch football afterwards, score. Who doesn't like that? So I did that for about a semester. Then I realized something. I actually kind of like Church. And I kinda like being with God's people. So I, I started going to church. Start, I shopped around. I went to all these churches all over town. You know, if the trace had been built, I would have come to St. Matthew's, obviously, but the trace wasn't. The you know, trace wasn't fixed all the way. Or I'd been I'd been in Tim's choir, you know. I sounded good too. I was young. Man. I sounded good when I was young. I joke me and Tim are like Johnny Carson and Ned McMahon. That's what that's what I'm going for every Sunday. Somebody, <laughs> Some of you t- kids don't get that joke, but that joke's funny. <laughs> so we, I church shopped, and man, I found this one church that was awesome. And boy, the preacher, man, he could preach the paint off the wall. I mean, he could go. It was awesome. But every Sunday I left church with this question going through my mind Every Sunday I left church saying, okay, okay, I get it, God, I get it I'm broken I get it, God, I'm imperfect I get it, God, I'm in need of your redemption I'm in need of your salvation I get it, God, I need you But what next? What next? There's always a what's next That God is calling us to there's always a what's next that God wants us to live out of and y'all No matter what that no matter what that what's next is for you. It is utterly terrifying No matter what that next step of obedience is for you in your life. It scares you half to death you're standing on your light pole, and you gotta jump. And you intellectually know, yes, God will catch me. But it's terrifying to think about what that what's next, what that step is. And it's across the spectrum for some of you this morning. That what's next might be giving your life to Jesus Christ for the first time. For some of you, that what's next might be joining this church For some of you, it might be full-time ministry For some of you, it might be quitting that sin that's destroying your family For some of you, it might be vowing to pray daily I don't know, but all of us this morning have a what's next in our life That God is calling us to jump to Every one of us has a what's next in our life And by the way, you know what it is For most of us in our life, we actually know what that next step of faithful obedience is. We're just terrified of it. We're scared of doing it. What if we can't do it? What if I'm wrong? What if I like where I am right now? What if I'm comfortable? I don't want to jump. But in the back of your mind, late at night, When it's just you, your thoughts in the ceiling, and you're looking up at the ceiling, you know it. You know what that what's next is. And you know you're scared to do it. Yeah. I've been there. I'm there right now. I've got a what's next in my life. We've all got one. Today, we read about Jesus and all of his followers. And Jesus, man, you want to mess yourself up? Go read a gospel. Like, go read what he actually said. Don't read what others said he said. Don't read what preachers think he said. Go read what he said. It'll mess you up. We see him here today say, he, 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 Jesus doesn't say this to his followers, he doesn't say, hey, just be a good person. Hey, just just be a good person and it'll all be fine. No, no, Jesus' command and, and call to the people this morning was not, hey, be a good person. His command and call to the people was, hey, follow me. Follow me. Wherever it is that I'm calling you to, follow me. Jesus did not not call the people just to try to roll up their sleeves and be good people. He called the people to radically and totally, without abandon, follow him. And that's scary because I might not like where Jesus is calling me to. But Jesus says, follow me. And the folks go, ooh, I don't know about that. I don't know about that, Jesus. So they leave. We see here in the text, it says they leave. And so Jesus is kind of left with the 12. So he looks at the 12 and says, hey, guys, y'all going to leave too? I don't know if he said y'all, but I'm sure he did. (laughs) He said, y'all going to leave too? And Peter, bless him. We make fun of Peter, don't we? I mean, Peter's an easy target. See what Peter said in the text today? Peter said, Lord, Where else could we go? For only you have the words, eternal life. We have come to believe that you are Christ. And they jump. And they jump. And they follow. They follow Jesus wherever it is he is calling them to y'all and and we can we can we can forget the church mess here y'all that's scary that's scary because we might not know where he's calling us to we might or worse we might know we might not want to go We're like, I don't want to, God. I can't. I don't have it in me. I don't have the ability. I can't do that, God. I can't go to where you're calling me to. I can't make that next step. I can't do it. And you know, if that's what you're thinking, you're right. You can't do it on your own. You can't jump off that ledge on your own. It's only by his grace working through you that it can happen. Because it's not about your perfection It's about his grace Being made known in your life Every day Y'all We're on the edge We're poised As individuals As families As a church We're living on the edge We're poised Right there for whatever it is That God's calling us to do it's right there. We can see the bar in front of us. And we know he's called us to it. And we know we know intellectually that wherever it is that God hath called us to is better than where we are right now. Even if we don't understand it, even if we're afraid of it, we know that only intellectually, we know that only he has the words of life. We know that. I knew that harness was going to catch me. I knew that trapeze bar wasn't that far away. I also knew I was scared to death. Because this old boy don't like heights. And I didn't want to jump. But I knew I had to. Because I know that where God's calling me to is where I need to be. Because only life is found in him. And I knew that when I jumped, I heard somebody put it like this. Faith is jumping. And knowing that God will either catch you or give you wings to fly. Yeah. We're living on the edge, y'all. And we gotta jump. I had the, the great privilege last few weeks back to go speak to um, the high school Boca Chita high school group, all, uh, all, all the grades there and you know it's funny I did, a, I, did a, I did a Bible study at Madison Central that had more kids in it than like the entire high school of Boca Chita. And these are kids that grew up off dirt roads these are kids that may or may not have had parents that had ever gone to college and I looked at these kids and I said y'all inside of each of you is greatness I said inside of each of you is greatness you can do great things you can do amazing things it's there inside of you it's there for the taking it's there right there in front of you you just got to jump you just got to do it you've got to reach out for it and of course you know I said it probably shouldn't have been in school I might have gotten in trouble I said and God will give you the ability to do it If you jump, he will catch you, and he will take you where you need to be. You just got to jump. You got to jump with abandon. You got to jump with faith. You got to jump to where God's calling, because the calling he has for you is greatness, because you were made in his image. You are marked with his grace, his son died for you. Somebody once said, It is not our darkness that scares us, it is our light. It is our potential that scares us. Inside of you right now, as an individual, as a family, and as a church, there is greatness. We're living on the edge, y'all. We got to jump. Best, one of the best sermons I ever heard was given by a bishop out of Texas. He was the bishop of Dallas, and Bishop Montecore, he's since passed away. But I heard him talk about going to the zoo with his grandson. And they're going around looking at all the critters. And they see this, this is one thing, looking like an antelope or something. And on the plaque it said, in front of the cage, it said, Behold, the mighty cliff springer." It said, This animal... Can leap heights of 20 feet in the air and jump from mountain to mountain across gorges. And yet the bishop said it was behind a fence five feet tall. (laughs) He said, okay, something's not right here. This animal can jump 20 feet in the air, but it's behind a fence five feet tall? There's either a typo or something. So we went home and researched it turns out, yes, the cliff springer can jump 25 feet in the air, but it will only jump to a place where it can see where its feet will land. So that animal had the ability to jump out of his cage. What they did is they built between the cage and the sidewalk a moat. So the cliff springer could not see to the other side. He couldn't see to the other side of the moat where his feet would land. So he actually had the ability to get out of his cage. He just was afraid to jump to where he couldn't see where his feet would land. Y'all, that's us. That's us as individuals. That's us as families, and that's us as a church. We have the ability to do great things. We have the ability to do amazing things for God. We have the ability to change the world, to change lives, to restore families, to do amazing things for God and for his kingdom. We just got to jump. We might not be able to see to the other side. We might not know exactly where God's calling us to, but we know who is calling us. And it is God who is calling us. And if God hath called us to jump, then God will catch us. It is greatness because of his grace that lies inside each of us. It is greatness because of his grace that is within our church. Behold the mighty cliff-bringer. See the heights he can jump to. Behold the mighty St. Matthew's United Methodist Church. See the heights it can jump to. We just got to jump, y'all. We just got to jump. And we know that God will catch us. Let's pray. Father God, thank you for your grace and your mercy and your call in our lives for us to jump. May we be obedient to your grace, and may we jump to wherever it is that you are calling us. We love you. We ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Before our closing invitational song this morning, we're, we're going to call forward those individuals that will be going to our, on our church Honduras, Hond, Hond, uh, Honduran mission team uh, this year. We've got a group leading Saturday. that will be going to Honduras and staying for a week. There's a